Michelle. And it's Tiffany. And we want to thank you guys for joining us today on Mommy's Wine Time. Today we're talking about um, the attack on Paris and how the U.S. government's um, decision, or certain states I should say, that's stopping the refugees from entering. Um, Lucy, you want to start off with the drink of the day? Yes. Our drink today is Fulton's Harvest. It's a pumpkin pie cream liqueur. It is 12.5% alcohol. Um, it's very good, but you can definitely taste the alcohol in it, I think. Oh, it's very strong. I took maybe <laughs> two sips and I'm like, woo, I better stop right, right. there. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I, like I don't pumpkin, know, the first sip so. I took, I can taste the pumpkin, and then I took a sip again, and I taste the alcohol mm -hmm. right away, and not as much of the pumpkin taste in it. Yeah, it just tastes sweet and creamy. I think yeah. after mm -hmm. you get the pumpkin at first, yeah, yeah. Like, when you continuously sip it, it's just very, very it's sweet. coffee-ish. Like, well, like I would probably tea. add it into a mm -hmm. coffee. Ooh, I think I would treat good. it like the Bailey's Irish mm -hmm. cream and maybe put it in some coffee. It smells really good. Well, maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Right? <laughs> Can I take some of this home for my cup of joe in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> got my way to work. <laughs> That's so horrible. <laughs> but anyway, I'm definitely going to try putting this in coffee and see how it tastes. That was good. That's all. Yeah. Give us that pumpkin, that pumpkin spice. All right. So we'll go ahead and jump right into the topic. Um, so tonight, I kind of want to touch on um the Paris attacks and right now we're seeing the fallout of it um with like Danielle mentioned earlier the Syrian refugees um a lot of states in the United States are refusing to house uh the Syrian refugees so what we'll do is um I wanted to go and talk about the attacks on Paris so on the evening of Friday November 13th 2015 there were a series of coordinated terrorist attacks in Paris and Saint-Denis France, with the deadliest attack occurring in the Bataclan Theater. The attacks took the lives of 129 people and left hundreds injured. The attacks are believed to have been carried out by eight individuals. Seven of those attackers are dead and one is still at large. Um, ISIL has claimed responsibility for the attacks, citing French involvement in airstrikes in Iraq and Syria. So I wanted to kind of go in and clarify the difference between ISIL, ISIS, and the Islamic State. Uh, essentially, they're the same entities. So you always hear those mentioned, but they're basically the same group. Um, ISIS stands for Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. ISIL is Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant. And when they say the Levant, it refers to Cyprus, Egypt, Iraq, Israel, Jordan, Lebanon, Palestine, Syria, and Turkey. So it's just a way of including more countries into that mix. And for short, it's referred to as Islamic State. It actually refers to a jihadist group of Muslims um, that we're all becoming uh, very familiar with at this point. And the attackers are actually a majority of French nationalists, I think, um, a large portion of people believe that it's people who are, you know, from Iraq or the belief is they're from Syria at this point. But in reality, all of them appear to be French nationalists. Some of them were residing in Belgium. Some were residing in France. Um, one looked to the one in question that everybody's talking about was 
from Syria or had a Syrian passport. It's actually believed that he originated with a group of Europeans from Greece. So I think there's a little bit of a misconception, uh, misconception about that. So I kind of wanted to go um, into, first of all, sending our thoughts and prayers to Paris, France, to the individuals who are affected by this. I know right now France is closing their borders to anybody coming in, not just refugees, but just everybody in general. So I know right now they're kind of in a state of turmoil still. So we're just keeping them in our thoughts and prayers. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So we kind of want to turn our attention to understand Syria and why there are so many refugees coming from Syria at this point. Um, uh, so we're I want to give a little bit of history of the Syrian refugees. In March of 2015, I mean 2011, pro-democracy protests erupted in Daraa, Syria, after some teenagers were arrested and tortured for painting revolutionary slogans on a school wall. Security forces opened fire on demonstrators, causing nationwide protests, demanding for President Bashar al-Assad's resignation. The Syrian government used force in an attempt to suppress the uprising. However, it caused the protesters to take up arms, initially as a line of defense and eventually to push security forces out. Um, it's kind of now looked at as a religious war, and the reason that it is is because President Assad, he be uh, Assad. Sorry, he belongs to uh, Alawites, and it is a minority within the Muslim faith. They believe that the secession from the Prophet Muhammad should have flown through the bloodline. A lot of the Muslim um, believers or Islamic believers, they believe that. Um, they are referred to as the Sunnis, and they believe that the secession was the people closest to him, uh, to the Prophet Muhammad. So, 90% of Muslims are Sunnis. Um, it's not really a religious war, but a lot of the people that are supporting the president are because they fear that if the Sunnis gain power, they are going to be massacred because of their religious beliefs. So it's kind of turned into a religious war of sorts. So they took, so I can understand this, they took one religion and kind of expanded or made into another religion, but now it's 90% people are that religion. No, so it's almost like... um Protestant versus Catholic, almost, mm -hmm. in the way that um, they approach the same basic religion, but when they add in their t their tweaks, they all of a sudden don't like the other religion. It's almost like Baptist and non-denominational. Everybody has their own sex within that religion, so it's a different kind of tweaks to the beliefs and how they interpreted. So they all kind of think book. their religion's better than the other, and their Essentially, religion is the only way. Exactly. And I mean, we see it here. Um, it's like that one church. I think it's in Iowa. It's the extreme one. The one that says the reason, you know, that God is killing all the soldiers is because gays in America. Do you guys know the name of the church? Um, are they the ones that go on protest? At yes, funerals? they're the ones who um, protest at funerals. Oh, 
You know what? Uh, I didn't hear about that. I was about to say I didn't hear about that. First, they would be considered an extreme sect of Christianity where they run around like just with these extreme ideas of what they interpret the Bible as saying. And that's kind of how you would look at ISIS. Westboro Baptist there Church. There it is. Okay, Westboro Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. So to kind of give you context of like, oh, I don't get it. It Okay, so here's Westboro Baptist Church, right? We all fall under Christianity. Um, majority of Americans fall under mm -hmm. Christianity. Okay, so then you have, you know, like I said, your, your Protestants, your Catholics, your Baptists, your... You know, you want to keep going, there's like Pentecostal, mm -hmm. things like that. Everybody essentially believes that, you know, in, in one God. But, you know, everybody has different ways of practicing that. Like some welcome homosexuals into the church. Some believe absolutely not. Um, Westboro Baptist Church believes that everybody is going to hell, essentially. It's almost like a cult. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how you would view so ISIS. they believe themselves, I don't know, I'm so confused. <laughs> What's confusing about it? Because, I you mean, if you're confused, they... then everybody's probably confused as well. So. <laughs> no, well, you, I'm just saying, not even about the ISIS thing, just about the church that you said. I don't know, it just kind of, like, took me on another level. But just really quick, you said they believe everyone's going to hell. So they kind of believe, like, just because they go to that church that they're the only ones that are going right. to heaven? Essentially. Oh, okay. Essentially. There was a church That's like that in, in Colorado. <clears throat> um, it was the same way. Like, their kids even believe, like, if you don't go to our church and you do not live by exactly what our church rules are and how it should be, you are not a good person. You will go to hell. You um, are not allowed to be my friend. Like, my dad teached at... Um, one of the schools is actually school Tyler went to, and they had to actually call in parents of these kids who went to this <laughs> church because of how they were, I guess at this point you would say, bullying other kids into saying, well, you're going to go to hell because you're, you're this, or you don't believe this, but you're not, you're a horrible person, you're going to die, and all this crap, so it's like a cult, like, that's how this church is, too. So. so then their religion, <clears throat> so basically just if it was at first a hundred percent one way and mm -hmm. then they started believing stuff, you said like whatever else, they're under one thing, but they have like, they've added stuff, basically added rule. So now 90% of people have went to that new way of thinking not not just because they wanted to but you said a lot of them are scared so i just wanna... well you almost would want to say that the sunnis were the original one because what happened is the succession of power went to the prophet muhammad muhammad's closest followers so it wasn't his like kin it wasn't his family that it went to and it went to like his friends basically like his, his closer his inner circle mm -hmm. Not related, but he felt like they were the most devout, so it went through them. Mm, okay. Now, with the Alawites, which is what the president of Syria is, his family is the Alawites, they believe that it should have gone to family. And they think that it's because the divinity flows through the, the bloodline, essentially. Mm. It's almost like uh, Japan and the emperors. They think that they're actually godlike, and that's how the Alawites look at the bloodline. Mm-hmm. So, and they also believe in things like Christmas and things like that. So it's a little bit unorthodox. So a lot of 
Sunnis really don't agree with that. And the majority of Muslims are Sunnis. Okay. But for some reason, this small majority, which is 12% of Syria, um, believes in the Alawite sect okay. of it. So, so they, like, they're scared and that's why they go there? Yeah. So what happened is they wanted um, a revolution so that the majority had the power. They felt the Sunnis are the majority. Why isn't it that we don't have the power of the entire state? Why is it that a small majority or a small minority controls all the decisions for the entire country, essentially? And so what they did is they wanted to make, they were pushing for a democracy. They basically wanted to kick him out. And so his way of suppressing it was to come down with an iron fist, which meant force, deadly force. So that's what they're battling right now is the deadly force that he's using. And I kind of wanted to give a picture of what that actually is. And this civil unrest is actually what gave rise to ISIS's power in the region. Um, but here's some of the effects of the civil war. Civilians are subjected to murder, torture, and rape. Their access to food, water, and health supplies are blocked. Um, in some cases, civilian gatherings are specifically targeted with barrel bombs and chemical weapons. In August 2013, the Syrian government used the nerve agent sarin in areas around Damascus, killing hundreds of people. Sarin is an odorless, colorless liquid, liquid that causes death by asphyxiation due to the inability to control the muscles involved in the breathing function. It is classified as a weapon of mass destruction. The Syrian government and their ally Russia, Russia vehemently deny using sarin. However, Western powers say that it could only have been carried out by Syria's government. Um, right now, more than 4 million people have fled Syria, taking shelter in Lebanon, Jordan, and Turkey. 7.6 million people have been internally displaced within the country, meaning they've had to flee their homes because of attacks, bombings, different things like that. 12.2 million are in need of humanitarian assistance. 5.6 million of those are children. And the death toll is currently around 250,000. So just to give you a picture of this, <clears throat> just to give you a picture of what's going on in Syria right now that nobody in the United States knows or cares about. And so um, how the two became related was basically that Syrian passport that one of the attackers in Paris had. So what we're seeing is uh, the U.S. is refusing to take, or different states within the U.S. are refusing to take in Syrian refugees. The states right now that are accepting refugees are Hawaii, Washington, Colorado, Pennsylvania, Vermont, Connecticut, and Delaware. There are 13 states that are currently not committing to saying whether they're going to refuse or take refugees, and then the remaining states are refusing to take any refugees. Um, I know part of it is because ISIS released a list saying they were going to target certain states that specifically listed states such as Illinois, I believe Texas was on there. So I think that's something adding to the scare of not accepting refugees in. Because do you think that that list would be real? Because why would they, or or was this list like leaked on accident or found on accident? Because why would they, to me, why would they release a list 
saying, well, this is where I'm going to attack next. Well, I think, then we'll be prepared for them. I, well, I think that they did it because they wanted to give it as a warning. Like, they've given us many, many warnings, and then they started following through. Um, you know, with showing videos of them beheading people. So now they're like, okay, okay. like, I'm warning you this is coming. You don't know when it's happening, but this is coming. Now, I was talking about this a few days ago with one of my coworkers, and they said that the list actually was given to, like, the U.S. last year, but they're just now publishing it. I don't know how true that is, but I know he said that they've known it for a while now, so it's not something that ISIS just sent a list saying. See, and I thought they the just officially going, released the list. They I just officially released the list, but I heard that the U.S. had it okay. prior Okay, but isn't that what that. happened with 9-11? Like, they gave us warning. Nobody did anything and sat on it, and, and then all the tax man. Well, I think that's why now the whole the whole thing with them refusing refugees is because they're like, okay, well, nine eleven we ignored it. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, okay, we can try to do something to stop it. But I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure this is something that's been planned for a while. So you know, and they've trained people, they've gotten people within the states, so they know where they're going to target at, you know, what they're going to do, when they're going to do it, we just don't know. Well, here's the thing we have to think about as well. If you look at the Paris attacks, I would venture to say that all of them were actually French nationalists from the country, actually, you know, from there. It's not like they were refugees. It's not like they were really immigrants. I believe because I want to say that they're brothers, the one that they're saying was like, you know, or related but if a majority of them are from the nation, if they're going to do an attack, you would figure they're probably already U.S. citizens. Are you are you refusing to accept refugees? Is that really going to affect um, if you already have somebody who's a citizen? Because these people were all nationals. I think they're mm -hmm. just trying to take extra precaution by saying. No, I think not they're trying to use scare right. tactics. It's what they did with 9-11. Scare tactics. We went to war. In Iraq, which has nothing to do with Afghanistan, because we use a scare tactic of people not knowing the difference between Afghanistan and Iraq. And that's the reality. You assume that they're the same countries, <laughs> and they're not. They had nothing to do with each other in reality. It was, we spent so much time going into Iraq, then we could have used those resources in Afghanistan. And the bad thing is, we funded ISIS, we, find it, we financed the Al-Qaeda, we are doing this to ourselves, essentially. I mean, that's the bad thing. People don't think of, like, how we're contributing to our own downfall because we meddled in other people's business, essentially. We went to the country and said, you know what, we want this guy to win. Well, let's, let's stop saying we. So we'll War plus the government. <laughs> we'll feed you. But we went to war and we had the backing of the entire country when we went to war with Iraq. Everybody was voting, yes, 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 it's a great idea, we should do it. Had nothing to do with each other. But they play off of fear and ignorance. They made you think that all Muslims were the same, is what they did. They said, oh yeah, you know, we're essentially a Christian nation, even though technically we're not a nation that has claimed a an official religion, because the premise is that you should be able to come to this country and believe what you want to and practice what you want to. But we played off of people's ignorance of the Muslim or Islamic religion to say, okay, 
will just tell you that these are all the same people. It's like telling people, oh, all Hispanics are the same. Well, you're probably Mexican. They're like, I'm not Mexican. I'm from Puerto Rico. That's a U.S. territory, technically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, we're U.S. territory. Or all Asians are the same with the Japanese internment that we did here. The Chinese were getting roped into Japanese internment camps because we played off of people's ignorance of not knowing the difference between someone who is Japanese and somebody who is Chinese. And they don't even speak the same language. Probably don't really even like each other if you really want to boil it down to that. But, I mean, that's the problem with them. Do you guys want to read some responses from your guys' followers on it? Did you guys have a lot of responses on it? I did, so I'm just going to go. I mean, some responses are ignorant, some are stupid. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff that I've been seeing, like, people are saying this is all because of Obama. Really? Well, you weren't saying that 9-11 was all Bush's fault, so why is this all not Obama's fault? Um, And it's just saying, like, He's, he he wants the terror attacks here, and he this, and I don't know. I really, truly, to be honest, haven't been reading a lot of stuff about it because, you know, I I don't like the ignorance that goes along with the people here in America, the way they talk about it, and, you know, it's just, I don't know, that's not really my thing, I guess. I mean, not, not my thing. But I don't, I do not want those people who are going to be glued to it and make myself feel down every day and, you know, let it keep, like, it's sad and I feel extremely sorry for them and my heart does go out to them and I am actually, like, I didn't know a lot of what you had just read because I don't follow it. Um, I mean, obviously you can go on social media and know something new all the time. <laughs> so, um, a lot of my followers were just saying shut it down completely, they don't deserve to be here, um, others were saying, um, you know, what if this was in reverse, what if this was our country, what if there's a group of people in our country who did this out somewhere else in another country, but there is still those group of people who some of them want to come to the other country because they want a better life for themselves. They want a better life for their kids. They want to get away from it, and they can't because they are scared into doing what they're doing. And until they can get here, they are pretty much screwed. And, you know, and that's a good way to look at it because if this was all going on here, I would, and I, and we generalize, not we again, because not, not, I'm sure not us, but people here generalize everybody there saying everybody's bad so nobody should come here just like muslims still to this day are generalized because of what happened on 9 11 mm -hmm. and and i think that's really sad that that is how people look at things i think it's really sad that people say just the ignorant stuff that they say some people say i don't really give a fuck that's not our country so who cares what if it was your country um I read somebody put a status up the other day that said, all you people are a bunch of, I don't know the exact words, I can't remember, um, saying pretty much the people in America are, or in the United States or whatever, are 
stupid and ignorant and um why do we give a crap about what happens to Paris because Paris wouldn't give two craps about us well that's where you're wrong and that's where you need to do your research because when 9-11 happened like this is one thing that I read because that kind of made me like like mm, I, don't, I don't think that's right they were there to support us when 9-11 happened they put a huge United States flag by the Eiffel Tower they did all this stuff to support us so just it's just people's ignorance who comment on things they have no idea what they're talking about and like I don't truly know everything like that was a lot of information I had no <laughs> idea about so it's like I I just think people's ignorance and you know a lot of people say yes we should shut everything down nobody should come into the United States because we're in our own mess other people say how are we we're supposed to be the country to help people how can we help people if we shut them out clearly these people need help mm -hmm. and without helping them they're never going to get help. They're going to stay scared in their lives and pretty much be terrorized by the true terrorists who terrorize them to come terrorize other people. <laughs> so. I got two actually kind of good responses and I guess it would like, it's kind of what my view would kind of be. Well, one response was um, from my friend and she says, I'm torn. I want us to help, but we have so many issues of our own. We have people who fought for this country living on the street. America's always playing big brother, but never taking care, is never taking care of home, which is true. It's like, I see where we want to help them, but there's so many homeless people here that can use our help, too. But, you know, we could help those people, like homeless people in our country, mm -hmm. except for you have all those people who... You know, are saying we should take care of our veterans and we should take care of our homeless people. Those are the same people who are like, I think we should cut the funding for people who need help. Those are the same right. people who are like, we should do exactly. away with your SNAP. We should do away with, with your, your Section 8. We should do away with your daycare things. Those are the same people who are like, you guys are always looking for handouts. We yeah. could essentially fix the homeless problem. We could essentially feed everybody we have the resources is what the misconception is is what we don't have it you do you have restaurants who are throwing out food every yeah. single day yeah. you have farms that are throwing out excess food right because they're not getting paid for it all that food could really go to homeless people mm -hmm. but the fact is we want to be selfish we are a capitalist country who wants to make money and if we're not making money we do not care about the next person's welfare so i hate when people throw that up that Oh, well, we have people that we need to help in this country. What have you done to help them? Absolutely nothing. You care nothing about these people. And you'll complain about Syrians. But actually, you know, the United States has a 10,000 refugee cap every year, right? So they're only going to accept 10,000 refugees. So you have millions of refugees fleeing. If all, every single country who, who might accept them in refuses them, you're going to have a holocaust again. We're setting ourselves up for a holocaust. This is exactly what we did to the Jews during World War II. Why? Because we were in an economic depression. Um, we were in a state of xenophobia. We were anti-Semitic. So it's the same thing we're doing now. Now the economy is not so great. Uh, we're very anti-Muslim as a nation. I mean, you should hear the comments about you know, how everybody's afraid of Muslims. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why? 
So, I mean, we get the same thing floating around here now, and it's just a repeat of the Holocaust is what I'm seeing. So I hate when people are like, well, you know, we should have done more with the Holocaust or whatever, but now's your chance and you're just slamming the door because of your fear of what could happen, even though the attacks could happen regardless if you allow. And you know what? The same thing they cited then was they feared that the Jewish refugees would actually act as agents for Germany. And so people were fearful of letting them into the country. I mean, it's an exact repeat of the Holocaust. So, I mean, if we don't do something, we're going to see a rise in the casualties of this. It's not going to stop. Either way, I think it's going it's not going to turn out good. So, I don't know. But um, another comment was from Vanessa, and she said, On this subject, I'm torn. We're a country made of immigrants, but with all the dangers of the other side, I understand why we're scared of letting people in. I read an article that for the fiscal year of 2016, the U.S. is to let in around 10,000 um, how do you pronounce it? Xenophobia? No. Sirens? Syrians? Syrians. Oh, okay. No. More like than any of the previous years. So my question is, is that smart or possible or a possible backfire? Either way, I don't know. Um, and she said, we, can, we can't be a country that is scared, but we can be more cautious. Hopefully that makes sense. And I think that's a lot of people's fears are that, one, we don't have the economy to support the influx. Two, um, that there'll be agents for ISIS within the country. I feel that there's already people here from ISIS. So, I, like I said, I don't necessarily feel that if you let them, I mean, you, it, could, it could go either way. There could be people that are coming over here that are from them and just you know, with the refugees and they're just, we don't know. We don't know. There could be ISIS coming in and there can be a lot of ISIS that are already here. There's Americans that I'm pretty sure that has already joined ISIS that are stationed in all of the states. You right. never know. Oh, I'm sure. Especially if this has been going on over a long period of time. And well, it's I'm pretty just sure, now coming out. I'm pretty sure they've had, this is a, this is something that's well planned out. So it's not mm -hmm. something that you know, two people was like, hey, tomorrow let's go, you know, shoot this up or whatever. This is something that I think that people sat down and they plan for years, you know. So I think that for it to have to be as big as it is, they they planned this out pretty well. So I'm pretty sure they aren't lying when they say we already have people stationed in this state, this state, in this state. They're warning us just like they have before. They're telling you what's going to happen. So it's like, at this point, you know, what do you do? So if we already believe that we have members of ISIS already in the country, why are we so opposed to letting refugees in the country is what I think the biggest question is. Because a lot of people are like, oh no, they're already here. The attacks are going to happen regardless. Mm -hmm. If you truly believe that, and, and you're not the only one who thinks that, like a lot of people are saying, you know, ISIS is here, which I... Without being totally ignorant of the fact, I believe that they're probably members of ISIS. There's probably different cells of terrorists. There's probably Americans who wanted to join ISIS. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I imagine. Yeah, exactly. So, what what is the fear of allowing refugees in? And that's where I said it. That's where I said I would be on the fence. And, not, and I would 
I don't want to come off as like some people say ignorant. I wouldn't want to come off as that. I personally, I like Lisa said, I have not, I only heard so much, but I try not to get into the whole thing because I don't want to scare myself. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, there's nothing we can do really to stop it. And with my religion, all I can do is pray. And if I'm one of the people that gets blown up, I just pray that I go to heaven. There, there's nothing that I can personally do at this point to stop it. But I see where people are scared to let them in because I see that as a precaution, we can stop people from trying to come into these states um, by saying, no, we're not going to we're not going to allow you to come in. So I can like I said, I can see where they're saying, no, you know, I kind of agree with it because you're trying to stop more people from coming in. But then, like like you said, there's innocent people that really need help, really want to get away from the crisis that they're living in. And this is supposed to be the country where the free. So they come here, you know, wanting, you know, they feel maybe safer. They just want a better life, like you said. So I feel like if you tell them no, then you never know what their life could be like if they have to go back or, you know what I'm saying? So like, like I said, I see where both people are coming from. Me, one way or the other, I'm not saying yes and I'm not saying no because I want to help these people out. But I see where people are like, nope. I agree with them saying no, they can't come in the States. Like, I see where people are coming from. No, and I that. totally see the thought process in it. No, I totally agree. I mean, I'm just saying I don't, I would, if it was me, I would grant them asylum. But that's just the humanitarian person in me that we have to look at things in a perspective far different from what we get to see. It's almost like this. Right now, Obama is in office. Say we were not a normal democracy. And he was like, you know what? The Republicans, they're disrespecting me. I'm going to use military force and every single person who's a Republican, I'm going to come down and I'm just going to shoot everybody, bomb their cities. Um, I don't care about civilians. I don't care who really is like, oh, I may be Republican, but I'm not trying to overthrow you. He's like, forget it. You're Republican. I'm killing all of you. So all the Republicans are like, I need to flee to Canada or Mexico because they're really close. And Canada and Mexico are like, nope. Seems like a personal problem. You guys stay there. We're not getting involved. You guys might bring some extra stuff around here that we don't want. You as a Republican would be like, oh my God, please let me in. I don't know what to do. I'm not involved in any of this. I really do not care that much. I'm not trying to overthrow him. I don't know why he thinks this. You're in a panic. So exactly what my cousin Corey put on my Facebook. You're stuff. trying to, like, I just need to go somewhere. And a lot of these people aren't. Their first choice was not the United States. Mm -hmm. They were actually fleeing to nearby countries. And then those countries were like, you know what? There's too many of you guys coming in. So they shut their borders. So now they're trying to find, like, distant countries that'll take them in, you know, just to find some refuge from being bombed every day. From chemical warfare, where you essentially die a slow death because your muscles stop working and you suffocate to death. That's not a world I want to live in. And unfortunately, a lot of countries in the Middle East experience that. We bomb on Middle Eastern countries. There's no way we would allow that to happen here. We would, know, we would not allow like Saudi Arabia to have a military base in our country, yet we have military bases in other people's countries. That would not fly. We would not allow other countries to have one here. And we don't see that perspective. We're just like, we're protecting ourselves. 
and whatever the case may be, but I think that world is totally different. And I think if we looked at it from their eyes, we'd be more welcoming to say, you know what, just come on. Um, I think my friend Jessica, like, all days that you told us we were going to do this topic, like, I'm like, what to say? Like, how do I put into words, like, how I feel? Because I don't follow at all. Um, but my heart breaks for those people and, and these refugees who they just want a better life for themselves and their family. And you know they have to be thinking, I don't want my children to die because of what I have to do here. And when it comes to children, they're like, no. I, it, it makes me truly sad because all these poor innocent kids could be blown up tomorrow and they had nothing to do with any of this. So she said, a friendly reminder to some of you who need it. Just because you were lucky enough to be born here instead of a country like Syria does not make your life more valuable than, uh, than theirs. These refugees are human beings too that have seen and been through things you will never have to. Differences of opinion does not necessarily bother me, which doesn't bother me either. But when I see people talk if, as if they are somehow superior because of their geographic location, it disgusts me. In case you missed my point, because I know some of you electively will, just have some freaking compassion for your fellow humans. Then, um, one of her friends felt like you'd hit the nail on the head. Um, people are going to hell and being exploited by the same terrorists they are running from. She also, that she did like a little thing that said, you have to understand that no one puts their children in a boat unless the water is safer than the land. So, I mean, I mean, that's truly like how I feel because I feel like if somebody wants help, we should be able to help them. Because just like going back to the Christianity, we don't want to get to heaven and God say, mm, you judge people off of people you don't know. You can go back down. You know, like. And I'm not saying that's how it would be, but, <laughs> but <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. right? No, but it's the same thing, and like just like we're at the grocery store. Um, I saw someone else's post, and this also hit it right. There could be white people, black people, Asian people, Muslims. There could be every mixed, every mixed race. You don't know who could possibly grow up, blow up the grocery store. The shootings in theaters are white people. The A lot of the school shootings have been white people. You don't know. But because they're from another country and it's, be, it's been like a bigger thing and um, they're being judged different than our own people in America who are doing horrible things too that they also had to plan out. So do I want to be judged because I'm white and... There is some crazy ass white people who go into schools and shoot up schools or go into movie theaters and shoot up people. No, I don't. Because yeah, I you know would what? never in my life even, I don't even like to freaking hurt an animal, a bug and a severe spider. <laughs> I will not hurt you. Like, I can't do it. I absolutely can't do it. It's so almost like saying your cousin, your cousin was a pedophile, which means your whole family is pedophiles true is basically what people do they say because one person did something bad now we're just going to classify the entire group mm -hmm. and that's what happens so you have 
jihadists, which are extreme mm -hmm. practicers, practitioners of Muslim faith or what they perceive mm -hmm. to be the Islamic religion or their interpretation of it. And that becomes our picture of what they are as an entire religion, an entire group of people who believe in the religion. And I think it's unfair. Mm -hmm. So would you say that you believe that the ISIS, um, this is kind of like their plan, like they, they're kind of using it against us where we are fearing everyone. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying we as an us, but I'm just saying us as a country is fearing every Muslim. So they're kind of like, this is to our advantage because they don't know when we're coming. So they're just fearing everyone that's Muslim. I think I saw a post about um, like a, a broadcaster. And if I, if I find it, if I track it down, because I've seen it a few times, I'll post it in the show notes. But essentially the guy's like, ISIS is really weak. They're playing off of your guys' ignorance about, you know, Islam and the Muslim and Muslims to make you guys fearful. In reality, you could squash them so easily if you wanted to is essentially what it amounts to. So he's like, don't fall into the, you know, pinning yourself against other people or, you know, being fearful and allowing them to play off of your ignorance of Muslims. See, I would say, just as me, like I said before, I'm not really big on reading into, into what's going on. But when we first started, when I first started hearing about them and them beheading people, it wasn't a big concern to me. And not, like, I felt sorry for those people, so I don't want you guys to think I'm, you know, like, I, I didn't care. No, I did care. But it was like, it was in their country. They weren't in the U.S. And I think a lot of people thought like that. Like, oh, it's not happening here. Just like you see something mm -hmm. on the movies and you think it's not going to happen to me. Or you see something happen to somebody else, oh, that's not going to happen to me. Then they come here. Now everyone's freaking out because they're like, oh, we're in the United States now. So now everyone's freaking out. But they're not going off of true facts. Like, they don't know true facts of what's going on. So I've never met anybody saying, who was like, hey, I'm from ISIS. How are you? Well, I'm not never. saying that you're going to. But I'm saying, okay, so you go from it just being in another country. And you're just you're just seeing it on the news. Mm -hmm. Until all of a sudden, hey, we're in your country. We're going to blow you up. Your guys are going to die. We're going to take over. And now people are freaking out. And they're like, I don't know who's who. Like Lisa said, a lot of the information that you read, I didn't know. And that's the problem. They they People expect you not know. to know it. Exactly. I mean, you might venture to say that the war in Iraq was oil-based. Yes, I knew that, that it was oil-based. They was, played, um, to my and they that. played off of your ignorance that you didn't know the difference between Afghanistan and Iraq to get your approval to go to war with Iraq not even Afghanistan for, like, we'll go to war with Iraq. Nothing to do with that. We are searching for weapons of mass des destruction, in air quotes, which they never found. It was essentially a war for oil, which is money. Money talks. Because didn't we, and I, I think that's kind of what you're saying, like, we didn't even go to war with the people who attacked us on 9-11, right? Not initially. No. No. Not, not, not at the beginning, right? No. And, like, I know there was this whole thing, and, again, 
I don't know if this is true or not because so much stuff isn't true, but back then there wasn't such social media to blow everything up and put out so many lies and ignorance. But people say Bush used it as an example or as an opportunity to finish what his dad did not. Yes, and I've heard that. Right. And and I think I seen we would see that a lot of places, and I think he even had made a comment one time in a speech or, or in a something. But, but that's another like part of this whole thing that has me irritated is everybody was gung ho and supported Bush, and I and I will say a lot of the people who are talking crap are Republicans. They're saying, like, oh, I hope that they come blow up Barack Obama and his whole family. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I you're supposed to be a Christian, and you're saying this about somebody's family. And then, but you supported Bush going to a war with somebody who we shouldn't even have been at war And with. just to give you guys the level of importance of Iraq, and, or, or, you know, like, um, Osama bin Laden versus Saddam Hussein. We killed Saddam Hussein in 2006. We didn't kill Osama bin Laden until 2011. Just to let you know, right. Osama bin Laden led the attacks 9-11. Mm-hmm. We didn't kill him until 2011, yet we killed Saddam Hussein in 2006. Just to let you know where our focus right. really was. And that's who the problem was with the Bush family. I think that, I just think that people are really ignorant, just all together. And I think that as Americans, before you speak, you should just really do your research. Because, like I said, I, I've seen people post stuff, and maybe this is part of the reason why I don't want to get too much into the to the whole thing, is people are just so ignorant with stuff. And they mm-hmm. just say stuff that just, why would you say that? Like, that's what I think when I read, like, why would you say this? Like, you're, you're taking a problem, but then you're saying stuff that has, nothing to do with it just like lisa said why would you want to blow up barack obama and his family what why? does his family have to do right. with them you know trying to attack us and then because it, it'll finally get him out of um being president well if that, that's obviously ignorant. so many people had right. to vote for him to be president like i think it's really sad that america has took such a sad thing that's going on in paris such a sad thing that is going in going on with these refugees who just want to come here to be better. They want better for themselves. They want better for their children. But we as America, who are supposed to be the country that everybody's supposed to want to go to because we're supposed to be so good, have took such tragedy and turned it into such ignorance. And I don't care how many times people say, well, we care and, are, and you know, like, it's, it's awful. It's this. But then you turn around and speak ignorance about it at the same time and it's like why turn everything into such ignorance when we're supposed to be where everybody wants to go and i think i was actually a little like hesitant about doing this as a topic because i was really getting angry and i was telling my sister like you know what tiffany you like it's gonna it's gonna be really hard for you to actually talk without like getting all like yelly, screamy type thing. I talked so to I, Calvin about it today. I think I did. I, was, I think I did okay. I mean, I was, apparently you can tell which side of the fence mm-hmm. that I'm on about things, but um, I didn't. I didn't go into the like, screaming at the top mm-hmm. of my lungs thing, and I was really angry just because of the lack of can of compassion that I saw, and I think that to me, 
is very disheartening as I feel like we live in a society where people are no longer truly compassionate for other people or their situation. And it's but you can already tell that from what's going on within our state, within ourselves. Take a look at Chicago. Take a look at just any other state. So you can already look and tell that the U.S. as a whole doesn't have any compassion. No. I mean, everybody's looking out for themselves. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to people and they're like, I have to worry about me and my family first before I worry about anybody else. And when everybody has that mentality, then nobody works toward a common good goal that'll work for everybody because you're not looking out for everybody around you, knowing that that'll include you and your family. You say, I'm the only person going through hardship or I'm the only person that needs to survive. Me and my family, we're all that matter. Yes, but if you actually looked at the larger picture, your family would be just fine, and so many other families would be fine with you. So people don't look at it in that way. It's become like a very individualistic society where it's like all about me, me and mine. People need to like picture themselves. Now, the people who just downright don't give a shit and want to kill us, no, you should be here, obviously. There, there's there's a difference in the people who want to change but are scared unless they get here they can't do nothing and then there's the people who are just cold-hearted killers and they don't care and we have those here cold-hearted killers who don't care they're everywhere right. they're yeah. everywhere and and you're right people don't they just don't have compassion and try to read about them. Read what their daily lives are like. Read what their kids are like. But they have to go through. Read what they probably have to eat on a daily basis. Read how they have to live. Do you think they get nice warm showers every morning before they go to work and delicious coffee with any kind of creamer you want? I doubt it. Like, put yourself in those people's shoes and I bet people's views will change. Like, that's, like I sometimes say I have too big of a heart. Like, I cannot stay mad at anybody like just ask Calvin but (laughs) I I cannot stay angry like we could have a huge argument today and then tomorrow even if it wasn't my fault I would feel bad and I would forgive that person because that is just me but not everybody's like that and America is like you guys just sitting there's no compassion no compassion for anybody and people are ignorant and it's all about them and only them well guess what what if something happened to you and everybody else was like, eh, mm, no, screw you because it's all about me. I don't care about anything that happens to you in your life. I think that a part of it plays as that's what happened to them. They've probably mm-hmm. got shot out. They've probably gotten turned around. And I mean, it could be something small, just totally off topic. But I mean, if you take it and you look at it, it's the same thing. A, a male hurts a female like love-wise, relationship-wise, and then she goes to the next guy and she has this wall up. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's how people think, like, oh, you know, I was caring, I did this and this, and then I got shut down, I got turned around, I got told no, so now it's F the world. It's all about me. And I've seen people say, F this, it's all about me from now on. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, like, that's the U.S. society. F everybody else. It's also how you're raised and the viewpoints that you're given, the belief system that is instilled into you. It's like 
being raised and your father and mother are part of the KKK. You grow up thinking this is normal and this is the way that people think. And so you may not have run into anybody who did you wrong and caused you to be KKK. You were just raised to believe this. Mm -hmm. And that's much like people who are raised Christian. A lot of them were raised in a Christian home. These were the ideas that were instilled in you. Muslim, same thing. You were raised in the Islamic faith. You were brought up in it. You think that that's normal. That's just a normal belief system. You know, you go through anything. The country, the region, the religion, all of that contributes to who you are as a person and what you believe and how you see the world. The only way you can break past that is to actually try and learn about others around you, what they believe, why they believe those things. And people don't make an enough effort to learn about other people. I mean, there's, and I wish I could exactly remember, but Tyler had made some ignorant, ignorant comment. Oh, I know it was about like goth people who dress in all black, where black nails, black hair, black lips, that he was talking about they're evil people, they're devil this, they're devil that. And me and Calvin said, if you ever say that in front of us again, you are going to be in huge trouble. And we sat him down and we said, Tyler, do you realize you are judging them? You know, because in Tyler's household, they're, they're the people who will go to church five days a week. They're the people who are all, and I don't want to say extremists, but they're probably devout. They're I wouldn't call them extremists. I wouldn't they call go. them extremists, but they they are very like I say they're very judgmental. Very judgmental of things and so you know Tyler has heard them say stuff like, Oh, they're devil worshippers, they're blah blah blah. And I said, No, they're not. I said, Do you realize your Uncle Mike? That's how he used to be in high school. Do you think he's a devil worshiper? Oh, no. He has the kindest heart. Exactly. And we we just told him, like, we gave him examples. We said, you don't talk like that. How would you feel if your friends knew your dad was a pastor in Colorado, so they didn't like you because they said you were too, um, you were just too much of a Christian. You were just too of a goody two-shoes, too this, too that. And, and they didn't like you because they felt like in your religion, that's not what they want to be. How would you feel? He's like, and my feelings would be hurt. I said, exactly. So don't you ever speak of somebody else that you don't know in that manner again. Like, it's just, it really is a lot of how people are raised. And it, you know. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> All right, ladies, will any other input? Nope. We're not out of pumpkin before but we are out of time <laughs> so until next time <laughs> <laughs> see ya, see ya. Bye.